Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Our show is now available on News Force Radio in Ohio and Essential Radio in England. Hudson Pints Radio is now streaming on Alternative Twist Radio and Pulse Talk Radio. And at PucksandPintsRadio.com. Hey, shoots and scores. It's hockey time. Here are your hosts, the Big B, Coach K, and Bacon. And now for Pucks and Pints. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, indeed it is. Bucks and Pints Radio. Uh, I am DK, Coach K, here in Windsor, Ontario. The fastest 60 minutes in hockey uh, coming your way from wherever you're listening. Uh, we do indeed appreciate you. Brand new segment coming along uh, really soon. Uh, but before we get there, let's go over to Queens, New York, and our resident former referee. Hey, live from Queens, New York, I am Big B, and uh, I am currently day-to-day, uh, as you would say. Uh, we hope you feel better soon. Uh, so do I. Uh, but uh, let me just kick it back up to Windsor and the master of all things craft beer. Uh, what's up, Bacon? Not much. Not much. Good to be here. Had a trying, trying couple days, but... Uh, Getting through it with the help of some canned goodness. Oh, what the heck's he got here? Let's bring it up. He also doesn't have a oh, hat yeah. on, and his, his his skull is shining into the camera. Yeah, I, I got a hat. Put a hat on. No, we don't need a hat. I'm just teasing. <laughs> what, what what do you got tonight? So this one tonight, because we're syndicated on so many different shows, and some of them are on the other side of the pond, I went in search of something from the UK. So I've got some... Uh, Banana bread beer. Banana bread beer. I think Jason Scott would like that. Yeah, from Eagle Brewing, or the Eagle Brewery, sorry, in Bedford, United Kingdom, which is uh, about an hour, give or take an hour, hour and 15 minutes or so north of London. So, so there you go. We represent all yeah, our affiliates here. And my backup, I got some Frank here for my backup. Of course. We got to have our Frank, one of our main sponsors. Um I do have a quick, uh, a quick breaking news. Very, very quick. We have breaking news. 
add another one, guys. I'm sorry to keep doing this to you. Uh, we are now the uh, first hockey show on the Ignite Sports Network, uh, ignitesportsnet.com. Lots of football, lots of uh, baseball, uh, basketball, first hockey, and currently rated uh, number four on their network. Kind of nice. cool. Kind of cool. So uh, anyway, folks, uh, Big B sent me a, a, an idea this week, and we, we thought it would be a great idea. Um, and uh, once we finish this, uh, we've also got Jay Vegas, of course, with uh, his, his picks of the week. And we've got Mike Jolitz with uh, the fastest uh, minute and a half in, in, in sports. And um, a little bit of what would you do at the quarter mark? Uh, of the season. It's hard to imagine that already. Um, but anyway, let's take a look at this and, uh, and, uh, Big B can, uh, can kind of walk us through it. So now Be Live TV presents Bust or Bargain. Yeah, be sure to check out Be Live TV if you want to broadcast just like us, ladies and gentlemen. The link is on the homepage at pucksandpintsradio.com. Over to you, Big B. I didn't know I had a nice little intro. Well, of course you do. You always have an intro. And now with all these uh, syndicates we have, we got to start boosting those uh, our sponsors, and things are getting more complicated. We still got to shove the damn thing into 60 minutes. But I will say... Bacon did a great idea, a uh, great job, I mean, with his beer this week. Uh, at the very beginning, he babbled for 20 minutes about a bottle of beer. <laughs> nice and condensed. Yeah, That's right. I like it. Concise because it's my first one of the night. Yeah, we're getting better all the time. Anyway, over to you, Big B. Bust yeah, or bargain. And it's really good. So, so as you alluded to, we're about a quarter of the way through the season, and uh, I was thinking about uh, some of the big free agent signings uh, that happened in the offseason and how they're doing now. Uh, so what I did was t- took uh, six free agents uh, that signed longer-term deals, do- high-dollar, high years, and uh, kind of wanted to go through them and see uh, at this point in the season, are they a bust or are they a bargain? Mm. Uh, so I picked out uh, four forwards, two goalies, so let's start off with the forwards. Uh, first one I'm going to throw at you guys uh, is from my team, the New York Rangers, uh, formerly of the Carolina uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Vincent Trocheck signed seven years, $39.375 million uh, in the offseason. Uh, his stats as of Friday uh, on the season so far, five goals, six assists. He's a minus four and has five power play points. What do you guys think? A bust uh, or a bargain? I'm I'm going to stick with a bargain. Uh, too early to tell. You lost a uh, a couple of very good players uh, in the off season that you picked up at the deadline. Cop um, uh, and uh, what's his name? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. But you had a couple of good pickups. I thought that really drove you deep into the playoffs last year. But I'm going to say he's still a bargain. Um, he's probably still trying to find his place on this team. It's a team that's mixed with uh, veterans and young talent, and I think he's going to work out in the long run. He's still, what, 28, 29 years old? Yeah, he's still, he's still he's young, right, man. 28, yeah. And, and he's, he, I, I don't think he's going to be lights out for you. I don't think he's going to be a Connor McDavid or anything like that, but I think he's going to play his role, and he's going to play it well, and he's a solid player. 
Yeah, I just made a note uh, very similar to what you were just talking about there, Coach K. Uh, he's not going to be your McDavid. He's not going to be your, you know, you've already got the Zibanejads. You've got, he's going to be a consistent player for the next at least four years, I think. I think he's going to be a solid addition to that lineup. Um, he may have a standout year. Give him, like you were saying, give him some time to get acclimated to the team. Give him some time to acclimate to what he needs to do and his role on that team. And he may stand out a little bit. Um, I, I think for the price they paid, I think it's pretty good. So you got two bargains, Big B. What do you think of the hometown? Uh... And and I'll make it three. Uh, one thing that doesn't appear here in, in, in the stats that, that I laid out was last year the Rangers were extremely bad at faceoffs. And Vincent Trocheck alone has made them so much better on, on winning faceoffs, uh, where they were constantly losing, you know, they were 30, 40% faceoff percentage. <laughs> They're above 50 now. Uh, and he plays uh, all aspects of the game, plays power play, plays penalty kill, and obviously even strength on the second line with Panarin. Uh, I think he's a bargain. Uh, he's and he wasn't brought in expected to be the superstar because, like you said, we have Zibanejad and Panarin. Um, I think I think he's a bargain. He's doing very well. Good. Uh, before you go to the next player, um, I, I know quite often when you go like a wine tasting or something like that, you sniff. But yeah. uh, did you notice Bacon on camera was sniffing his beer? It's really good. I am okay. really, really surprised at this beer. I thought it was going to be horrible, but I'm tempted to go buy some more. It's really, really good. I can't wait to go uh, try a flight of beer with bacon. Uh, See, he makes fun of me drinking when I have the, the cocktails uh, you know, on Friday nights. Uh, but yet he drinks pumpkin spice beers, banana bread beers. Well, he, he doesn't drink just a regular Amber Bach. No, or something I, like I that. do. I do. I do drink some regular stuff, but I like to. I like to mix it up. Like I said, I had to find something that was not uh, a generic beer that you could get anywhere in the UK. Like this is a you know it's a craft beer from the UK, so it's uh, it's really good. I, I'm ready for. I, I wish I had a banana splits video. I don't know if you two are uh, old enough to remember the banana splits, but if I did, I. I'd cut away to it. Uh, what's player number two on your uh, uh, Buster bargain? Player number two, uh, currently on the Seattle Kraken, is uh, Andre Burakovsky, uh, formerly of the the Colorado, the Stanley Cup winning Colorado Avalanche, signed for five years, twenty five point five million dollars. Uh, current stats as of Friday: four goals, nine assists, minus four. Six power play points. Yeah, I wouldn't always go by that minus, but what did you say Barakowski's uh, bottom line is annually? Uh, he signed five years, $25.5 million. I, uh, you're making this easy for me tonight. I'm going to go bargain. Uh, that team needs some leadership. Um, again, he's, he's putting up points. Um, the Kraken are surprising a lot of people. I'm not sure if they're there yet. They're not the uh, Vegas Knights 2.0 in the expansion draft. But I, 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 I again, think that's a, a bargain. I think this guy's going to uh, drive the secondary scoring and uh, and provide some leadership in the room. Bacon? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think he is He's a good pickup. I think he's... Uh, I think he's a better pickup on the the financial side 
than Trocek was based on the amount of skill. I, I think they're, they're fairly similarly skilled players. Um, I was actually worried last night that Burakovsky was going to score again and cause me to lose in my other fantasy league. So I'm glad he didn't. But every time he touched the puck, I got really, really worried. So I think it's uh, I think he's a good uh, a good addition to that team. I think he's uh, he, he's filling in the role nice. Uh, and like you said, he maybe he brings that leadership with guys like uh, you know Giordano and whatnot gone. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. We, we are not mentioning uh, fantasy uh, tonight. Um, it's a it, it's a brand new week, and I'm going to kill you. Um, anyway, Big B, bust or bargain like at your end, Big B or what? I'm, I'm facing you, aren't I? I think so, but are, yeah. are you going to outcoach me like you outcoached him? Hey, it doesn't matter as long as I get the moves, win. So when I, I slip away on a Sunday, like, when I slip remember. away on a Sunday to someone who doesn't even follow their roster, that's an absolute embarrassment to me. I don't blame anyone else. I I feel like that player who sits down when he pees. Anyway, uh, Big B, was this a bust or a bargain for you? Uh, I agree with you guys. So again, it's a bargain uh, for uh, building a uh, a newly building team. He's a great pickup uh, and he's doing well. And the team is surprisingly doing well. Uh, next up, let's go into the, into the world of goaltending for a little bit. And uh, I'm going to plug my ears uh, when I bring up this person, because I know both of you have a lot to say about uh, the Edmonton Oilers goaltender. Bust. Formerly of the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs uh, signed for five years, $25 million dollars. Jack Campbell currently sits at six wins, four losses, 4.27 goals against, and an 873 save percentage. Now I'm going to close my ears. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start this one because it's going to be quick. $25 million is too much to pay him. He's a definite bust. He doesn't have the mental acuity to hang in there to make it worth the while. Uh, no. That's all I got to say. I'm not impressed. He's on my fantasy roster, and I can't drop him because I can't find anybody better that's not, you know, that, that plays as many games. So you might you I might want to take Matt Murray. He's probably just available. Suck it up and, yeah, right on the IR, he's a better goalie than he's Cam back. Or he's back tomorrow night. He's starting. Here's what I want to say about this, ladies and gentlemen. I love Jack Campbell as a person. I was in the arena many times last year, and, and Big B would tease me uh, because we would yell, Soup, love the guy. He's a great guy. He overpriced himself. He priced himself out of the market. He's yes. a he's a good, mm, I wouldn't even be sure if I'd call him a 1B type of goalie. But you guys were all over Dubas. You were all over Toronto when you let him go. Edmonton, wide open hands. Now we got a team with an even weaker defense than the Toronto Maple Leafs, even when they're injured, and Jack Campbell can't do it. Yeah, he's winning more games than he's losing. But Big B summed it up with four point something goals against and uh, and an eight point something uh, save percentage. Your number one goalie? I don't think so. They want Smith back. That is the biggest bust. Well, not yet. That was a bust. Yep, and you're right. He priced himself out of the market. If he if he I could I could call him an even an even. Uh, uh, a push if he was around three and a half yep. a year. I think they would have kept him. Three and a half would have been, you get what you pay for, right? Three and a half, you don't expect him to stand on his head, but you expect him to be 
you know, a six and four goalie. Yeah. But yeah, at, at at five, you know, twenty five, no, not a chance. Big B, over to you as a non-partial uh, participant. <laughs> I was expecting much more harsher things said. As, uh, as an American looking into the Canadian hockey market, how do you feel? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I looked at, uh, I saw something the other day, and I didn't read the article, but I saw something, uh, the headline read, uh, what a buyout would of Jack Campbell's contract would cost at, at the Edmonton Oilers. So oh, they're already That's coming up. That's buyout. coming up later. <laughs> they're already discussing this and he's, you know, 12 games into this, into his first year of this long-term deal. So absolutely he's a bust uh, and surprising. I thought, uh, you know, Mike Smith was horrific and they, they made it to the finals. I thought Jack Campbell would be a huge upgrade and apparently not. No, no, we told you about him, but we love him. And if he gets a bio, which I'll scratch off my next uh, segment, uh, because apparently he is a bio, and I'm curious what you guys think. But um, he's he's got the money. He, he got the money. He's a great kid. He'll be a uh, great on TV. He'll be awesome. Next up, uh, a Stanley Cup winning goaltender, formerly of the Colorado Avalanche, signed with the Washington uh, Capitals. Darcy Kemper signed for five years, $26.25 million. He currently sits at four wins, six losses, 2.47 goals against them and a 916 save percentage. Can I Lost take this ball. one first, Bacon? Uh, I know you're the yeah. goalie expert on this, but I'm just, I'm going to make this one really quick. Um, I think it's too soon to tell. Uh, I'm going to still call it a bargain. Uh, that Washington team has more injuries than, uh, you know, a bunch of squirrels eating cherries out of a cherry tree before you get a chance to uh, harvest. Um, so I don't think we can fairly judge the team in front of them. Um, I know he's injury prone. I know he got a slow start last year in Colorado. Then he pulled it together. He had a really good team in front of him. He's not the best goalie in the NHL, but at $5 million bucks, I think he's okay. He was probably the top guy on the market. I'm going to still stick with a bargain. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I can get behind a bargain on this one. I, I wouldn't call him a bust just yet, uh, just like what you were saying. It's maybe a little early to tell. He did, you know, he had a rough outing on this weekend. Um, st- stood in there for the win over the Lightning. Um. I think I, I feel good about him. I, I don't feel like, oh my God, he's going to be, you know, the next flurry or the next, you know, whatever. But I, I think, I think he's, he's solid for what he is. Price is a little high maybe, but you're right. He was, he was maybe one of the top tier one or two that were out there at the beginning of the, the trade market. So um, I'm going to say a, a, a small bargain on this one. Big B, do you make it a uh, triacta? A what? A triacta. That's in tri- uh, horse betting. That's trifecta? in horse betting. If you get three right, you... Anyway, are you going to make it three or do you call them a bust? I would. I will make it a trifecta with an asterisk. Uh, right now, he looks like, uh, you know, he's looking like a bargain. But again, um, the team he played with last year was all worldly with the team that was in front of him. Washington is not that team. So let's, he's one of the ones that you need to give more time. Like Bacon said, um, the jury's kind of still out. So as of right now, a bargain, but with an asterisk. All right. I like this segment. 
Uh, I'm I'm missing like one or two big guys. Maybe he's saving them till the end. I have no idea. Well, well, is this five or six? Asking you shall receive. So we're going to move back into the forwards and uh, we're going to start talking about uh, probably the two biggest free agent signings, uh, two biggest names in the free agent signing. First, uh, Nazem Kadri. Uh, signed with the uh, Calgary Flames, played with Colorado last year. Seven years, $49 million. Uh, currently sits at seven goals, five assists. He's at a minus five, and he has six power play points. I'll defer to uh, Bacon, and then I'll come in. I feel like you're just looking at my fantasy roster and just going, yeah, how can we screw on this one? <laughs> uh, listen, this is a tough one for me because I like him. I liked him when he played on the Knights, the London Knights in the OHL. I liked him when he showed up in Toronto, even though he did some stupid stuff. Um, I think he's struggling. He He's, I don't know. He was billed as this top bill candidate, and he's he's been he's been thrown out there with a lot of money. Do I think he's worth the money? Um I think he was worth the money last year. Do I think he's worth the money this year? I think that number, it's hard, right? Because his performance this year has not justified the amount they're they're paying him. But um, that being said, I I think I got to go bust on this one. I I'm 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 gonna chime in here. I I also think the 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 gentleman is an excellent player. Um, we spoke last week in depth about second chances and, and uh, players making mistakes. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brian Marchand uh, does not have a penalty minute this year. Uh, maybe the hip bone was connected to the brain bone. But anyway, back to uh, Nazem Kadri. Um, I think he's an excellent player. I think he's a character player. I think that time in in uh, in Colorado, uh, away from the Leafs, it really broke him down when he got traded. He never thought it was going to happen. Uh, turned him into a real leader. I think he's a valuable player. I think he's a decent uh, two-center. But I told you at the beginning of the year, these contracts were getting completely out of hand. Um, this was an overpay, huge, on a 32-year-old, I believe. You're locking this guy in. He's a great guy. I'd love him on my team again. I wish he was back in Toronto as our three-center, uh, but I wouldn't pay that kind of money. So as a character player on the team that's still trying to find identity, uh, this Calgary team, I'd say uh, he's he's an asset, but because of the price tag that's attached to it, Big B, I, I've got to say this is going to end up being a big bust. I I think because of his age, I mean that's that's you're talking about. He's, you said he's 32, so it's going to take him to he's 39. Uh, eventually, that contract is going to turn into a huge bust. Um, but Calgary, coming off of you know losing Kachuk and losing Goudreau. Um, uh, making, I'm uh, sorry, making making the trade for uh, Kachuk and getting back Huberdo and losing Gaudreau in free agency. Uh, they kind of wanted to make a splash, so they want they just threw money at him. I don't think he was bargaining to try to you know get a that type of monstrous contract. Um, but he turned a Stanley Cup winning performance 
into that and uh, met up with a team that was looking to throw money around and make a splash. So I think right now, I don't think it's a bad contract for right now. I think in the long term, it turns out to be a bust. And we'll talk more about the Flames and the rest of the league a quarter of the way through the season uh, when we're done this. Um, Do we have any more? I love this segment. One more, the biggest name in free agency, the one everybody was waiting for on day one. Uh, Johnny Goudreau, formerly of (laughs) the Calgary Flames, uh, uh, signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets, seven years, $68.25 million dollars. Uh, his current stats as of Friday, I know he scored uh, one or two goals this weekend. Uh, six goals, six assists. He's at a minus two, zero power play points. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to make it even quicker than you even could, Bacon. I told you in the preseason this was a bust. This is the biggest bust of all. He's a great hockey player. He's an asset to any team. We probably want him on our lineup if we could have him. But he ain't something you build a franchise around, I'll tell you that. Big boom for Columbus. Uh, I don't care if Line A's playing or not. You, for that money, you're a one-man show. You're making huge franchise player money. You are a bust. Yep, I agree. That kind of that kind of price tag, you better be scoring like you know Ovechkin style goals. Like this guy, I still can't figure out why he's in Columbus. I don't know if it's a mistress. I don't know if it's a kid that nobody knows about, but there's something there <laughs> that brought him to Columbus. You're, you're using my lines here. Listen to right? Bacon there's becoming something the in Columbus that brought him there for that kind of money, and it's not his skill. That's for damn sure. He's Lost a great hockey player, but he's not he that was. kind of a guy. He's a he complimentary was. guy. Yeah, he was a great hockey player, and then he showed up in Columbus, and now he's not doing anything. So he was a great hockey player because of the players around him. I well, wish that's Bigby. True. That's true. I, I wish. And he, I was just gonna. What you just said is what I was gonna say. Uh, his stats last year is a, is a result of the players around him. He went to Columbus, and Columbus, outside of Patrick Line, really don't have anybody. Uh, and they are currently last in the league. So really? this kind of this, this reminds me of bring it to baseball a little bit when a rod coming from seattle signed with the texas rangers texas rangers were the worst team in the league and they signed a rod to this monstrous 200 million dollar contract and they they went nowhere because they spent all their money on a rod this is the type of thing that's going on with the columbus blue jackets i looked at their uh i went to uh cap friendly and looked at the salary cap and like 60 percent of their cap is uh with five or six players. I mean, so they're not going to, they're, they have no money to, to get better. Uh, I think it's a bust. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a terrible contract. Oh, and Varensky's gone now. So anybody that has him in fantasy, yeah, season, uh, bail that out yeah. in a real hurry. Uh, you're missing one of his teammates, but maybe you'll bring him up next time we play this game. Cause, uh, I'm pretty passionate about him too. Why did Big B? Is it, is it Elvis Merlinkus? Mer, Mer, Mers Lincolns? Yeah. No, no, Varensky or whatever. Oh, oh, well, he's hurt now. So, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Gone. There's another guy off the table on an already uh, uh, pretty weak team. All right, so <laughs> once, we've we've, we've once got again. An, aside from Goodrow, you read my whole damn fantasy roster. 
Well, listen. Or what's left of it. You're well, the one that's that, because you beat me this week. I just sat there and looked at every one of your players. <laughs> yeah, you're obviously. We were together by 0. 0.65 of a point. Right. So the only one you're missing is Matthews. Make me an offer. Yeah. Um, I got Nylander and the other guy. <laughs> he's I love Nylander. He's playing with Matthews now. It's a great decision. No, we'll talk about guy. that later. We'll talk about that later. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go to our odds maker now. I'm going to uh, implore. Uh, everyone to mute their microphone, please. Uh, I'm going to mute uh, Chris because he's he's on fire tonight. I think he's at, there's something in that banana beer that we don't know about. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, a little segment we do on the show here. Um, now, Jimmy Sports Lounge presents the Jay Vegas Picks of the Week. Hey folks, welcome back to Jay Vegas Picks of the Week, Pucks and Pints radio show. I said I didn't want to do it last week. I said I hate going back to the well, taking the same team twice in a row. We took the Edmonton Oilers two weeks ago. We took them against Nashville. We got them at pretty good odds. And they won 7-4, but last week they just didn't do it for us. We lost. I think uh, we're on Pucks and Pints episode 9 tonight. I think that sets us at 6-2. and two. Uh we had the really good start to the season with the Australian Hockey League and the Asian Hockey League. I believe we bet some Ugandan women's under-20 hockey and hit that too. Anyway, we're going to forget about the loss last week, and we're going to get into a new pick this week. But before we do, uh, the boys at Pucks and Planks wanted me to talk about uh, parity in the NHL. Uh, really don't know what to say about that. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins called the Pittsburgh Penguins, and we all know there's no Penguins in Pittsburgh. I find that kind of parody sort of funny. I think they were talking about the other kind of parody, the type of parody when a team seem evenly matched and there's no real strong standout. I think that's what they meant. Uh, you know, I think what we're finding this year in the NHL, or at least thus far in the NHL season, it's not really true parody. I think what you're seeing is... Uh, Teams sort of experimenting with lines, first, second line, power play line, experimenting with new players, draft picks, how they play with the with the other players. I think that's mostly what you're seeing. It's uh, it's it's not really true parity. I think later in the season, towards the end of the season, and even into the playoffs, you're just going to see the usual suspects. It's going to be Vegas. It's going to be Colorado, possibly Boston. In Tampa Bay, uh, you won't see much parity late in the season, as far as I'm concerned. That's just my opinion. Uh, let's get right into this week's pick. Uh, we're going to bounce back this week, and this is bounce back week for sure. Uh, we're going with the Colorado Avalanche tonight over the St. Louis Blues. We're taking them over the St. Louis Blues. The game's at 9 o'clock. Um, you got Toronto's own Andrew Cogliano playing in Colorado. You know what? You know what? We're going to take Andrew Cogliano. We're going to sprinkle a little bit on Andrew Cogliano as well with Colorado to win. Uh, we're going to take Andrew Cogliano for 20 bucks. 20 bucks gets a return of 120 bucks for you. Toronto's Andrew Cogliano. We're going to book that action. Also remember, Last week, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, when the CFL playoffs were starting, 
I said, because Winnipeg was such a heavy favorite that you were getting really good value in the Toronto Argonauts. It's all settled. It's final. We're going into the Great Cup this year. The Toronto Argonauts are playing the Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers, and we're only giving up four points. I thought the spread was going to be like 11 and a half. But we're only a four and a half point dog. I hope you sprinkled a little on that before the playoffs started. Uh, like I said, you were getting really good odds. I believe four to one, perhaps four to one, five to one. Not sure. Can't remember. You'll have to go back and check. But you're only getting about uh, plus one thirty or plus one forty on them now at a four point dog. Let's cheer for those Argonauts and remember Andrew, Andrew Cogliano to score a goal tonight and the Colorado Avalanche to win. It's Jay Vegas' pick of the week this week, folks. Good luck. Now it's now it's time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Pugs and Pines. Indeed it is. I, I, you know, he seems to like every other Toronto team uh, but the Maple Leafs. I want to know how many rooms he has in his house because every every time he does a segment, it's in a different room. Well, he's a big-time gambler, so he probably makes a lot of money. So far, I guess this so. is my favorite... This is my favorite... Uh, Segment of his for the simple reason uh, that he had a Wally Scissorback action figure hanging on his wall, and only Bacon him. would uh, only Bacon would see the Wally Scissorback figure hanging on his wall. Did you see the old school wrestling figures behind him too? Yeah, he oh yeah, Larry Sheik and Andre the Giant. Yeah, and I liked his shirt. His shirt was good too. All right. Here we go, boys. Uh, another favorite segment of ours is when I ask you some questions. Like I said, we are a quarter of the way through the season. NHLshop.com presents What Would You Do? Yes, indeed. What would you do, ladies and gentlemen? NHLshop.com, by the way, is the place where you get official merchandise. And if you go to PucksandPintsRadio.com and um, and click on the link we have there, if you're doing any shopping, um, you will uh, help us out. Uh, Cogliano, he keeps telling us. So. Cogliano for the pay. Ten. Wally's World. All right, gentlemen, uh, like I said, we are a quarter of the way through the NHL season. And I think we got to start taking some of these trends a little bit serious. I mean, we were a weekend. Yeah, you know, they're losing, they're winning, they're hot, they're not. Uh, but now we're, we're, we're there. They always say, like, after American Thanksgiving is when we officially uh, put our mark. But I want to know. A couple of weeks ago, they had uh, Sheldon Keefe's uh, head on a stake. Uh, after two games in New Jersey, they had Lindy Ruff's head on a stake. Well, there's two coaches that are in the headlines today. Uh, one of them um, 
really strangely enough is Barubi uh, in in uh, in St. Louis, and another one uh, that surprised me too because he's had nothing but success. He's he's a very young coach, but there's a new ownership coming in. And they're currently sitting, uh, I think, second last in the East and last in the Atlantic. And they were built up to be a big team. Uh, is is DJ Smith? And then, of course, the other one who still keeps coming up is Bruce Boudreaux. He is not Rutherford's guy. Um, one of the three, or one of your own, Big B. Who's on the hot seat? What would you do? Well, I think uh, you were talking about Ottawa. Um, they, with the, if they're going to sell the team, uh, they're going to blow it up as far as coaching and all of that. Uh, so they, he will be out. Uh, I don't think. I don't think anything's going to happen before the sale of the team because you don't want anything. Um, a lot of times, moves like that, firing coach or firing front office staff while there's a sale going on, kind of hampers the sale. Um, because uh, potential buyers don't want chaos going on. But I think afterwards it gets blown up. DJ Smith, uh, Bacon. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if Smith would, uh, would end up getting the boot or not. I, maybe, maybe not. I mean, again, who's out there to replace him, right? Um, I still think, though, I still think Keith is on the hot seat. Um, I still think he's uh, he's still under the gun. He's under the microscope. But again, unless somebody's looking one level higher than him, I don't know if there's any changes there either. Yeah, I I, I think Boudreaux as a as a as a mark on him only because of Rutherford and uh, uh, Rick Tockett is available, and they have a history uh, going back to Pittsburgh with those. Uh, uh, two Stanley Cups that they won, and I feel bad about that because uh, Boudreaux was actually only one point behind where Trevor Green was uh, last year at this point uh, when they turfed him. And um, I, I had the, uh, the the ability to watch Vancouver on Saturday night, or sorry, it was yeah Saturday night uh, against uh, Toronto. Uh, typical breakdown. They had that game and uh, and they blew it. They be ashamed if they blew that team up because um, they've got a lot of young talent and 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 they're not out of it yet. The other one that really shocks me is is I think Barubi is a really popular coach, um, but St. Louis is in in some big big trouble. So if it's not players that start moving out. Uh, he's surely to be the one, in my opinion. Yeah, St. Louis is struggling. Eh? It, it's it's a tough watch there. Like from a team that went from from so good three to four years ago to where they are now, it, it's just uh, it, it's kind of boggling to, to watch their games and just see them not perform to the capability that the the players on that team have. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. You know, they don't like to play for this coach. Maybe there's something more in the locker room. Maybe, you know, you, you don't really know until somebody comes out and says something about it. But, yeah, they're really struggling. Um, and and like you said, with Vancouver, um, I, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, He's not, he's not Rutherford's guy. 
Yeah. Rutherford, they brought in Rutherford after they brought in him. That's what the problem is there. But that's just that's just me. Uh all right, let's get on to a couple other teams that are that are doing really well here. Um we we were talking so early in the season uh about blowing up the Jets. Well, here we are. Uh they're nine four and one. Uh, they're sitting with 19 points. Um, this coach has is, is, is gotten them to work. Um, what are you guys saying with the Jets? Stay the course or or still blow the ship? I said, uh, I think when we were doing our preview show before the season started, um, that let's see what happens with the new coach because the, there was a whole bunch of locker room stuff going on. <coughs> controversy and all of this and it just seemed like a dysfunctional team i said uh, it was rick bonus i said let's see what rick bonus can do uh with the team and i think you're seeing it now and uh players like playing for him uh first place you know i'd say you stay the course the, he's whatever he's doing is working yeah after a slow start too right yeah it was a rough start Rough start for the Jets, but they're they're looking good. Like even the game, I watched the game uh, last night against uh, Seattle, and uh, you know to take it to it to, to overtime, an exciting game. It was they were in it the whole way. Um, it's not the Jets team you saw at the beginning of the season, and uh, I, for that one, I just say stay the course. Let's see what happens. Um, They've got an amazing. Let's not forget uh, they were in the, them in Vegas. Uh, before they went to the Cup, uh, Tampa ended up winning, of course. But uh, the Jets were right there a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Then they then they shit the bed last year, and we're all writing them off. And ho- let's talk about it, uh, boys. I don't know who has them on his fantasy team, but Hellebuck, I told you. Oh, it's not me. I was going to say probably me, but it's not me. No, but I, I think he's heading for a Vesna. He's close. And uh, let's dash your hopes now. He's not being traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, not now, unfortunately. No. No. Yeah. Scratch that off the whiteboard, Dubas. You've got what you've got. But he just got a a tremendous amount of cap space uh, with the bad news about Jake Muzzin. I mean, we never want news like that. But uh, guy's got to think about his personal life, too. And that's 5.5 that Toronto has to work with. Um. Next on my chart, I have two more questions before we uh, go over to Jolitz. Uh, we got to talk about the New Jersey Devils. Uh, 12 and 3. Um, they're first in the Metro. Again, we've always said the Eastern Conference is, is where the Kings all live, other than the Avalanche. Um, they've got a young team. I was listening to uh, uh, Chico Resch explain what they've got today. They've got an amazing amount of speed. Um, they, they won that trade with Pittsburgh, getting Marino on defense. Uh, Dougie Hamilton uh, seems to be back to his old self on defense. Um, they may be a goalie away. I don't know that. Or is one of uh, Vanacek or or Blackwood going to be their guy? Are these guys real? And what do they need? Big B. 
I think, and, and I think I said it last week, I don't think they're going to sustain. They're on a nine-game winning streak now, so they were three and three, and like you said, everybody was going for Lindy Ruff's head, and now they've gone on a nine-game winning streak. They are fast. They're very young. The goaltending is the weakness. <coughs> Vanacek uh, is, is hurt at the moment. Um, uh, they had uh, I didn't I saw I watched the game the other night against the uh, the Coyotes and it wasn't Blackwood it was like their third string goal somebody else was in net I don't remember his name but Vanacek is hurt and uh, I don't know if he's gonna if he's the guy I think they're still a goaltender goaltender away um, but they're very young and very fast uh, they will fade though will they make the playoffs Big B I, I, that's I, that the more they continue on this trend and the later they start to fade the more likely it is that they will make the playoffs i mean we t- anyway let's hear bacon and i'll raise my next question about them i it's funny because as soon as you said the devils i made a couple notes and and b you hit them right on the head the whole time i these these guys are coming out strong man they, they look impressive um will they be able to sustain it I don't if they let me let me put it this way if they do it, this is going to be the sneak up surprise team of the of, of that division um I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna probably end up 50 percent though I think they came out fast and hard and they said look we got something to prove we're a young team we gotta prove ourselves out here and I think it's gonna peter off slowly as the season continues um you know, and again, the injuries are are looming, um, and I think the other the other goalie maybe you were looking for was uh, Schmidt. Schmidt, yes, um, Schmidt. I hear a Schmidt. Right? Yes. Um, they do look good, though. I'll give you that. They look really, really good. Um, but I think they're going to end up maybe maybe a fifty fifty five percent team by the, when it's all said and done. So. But, it- here, here's, because they're so young, here, they got some room to improve for coming seasons. Here, here's my thought. Well, yeah, they, they've got so much talent, and they've got some defenders coming up through the pipe. Uh, they've had some, I don't know how much people follow the draft, but these guys these guys are going to be good one way or the other. But we talked, you know, was it Ottawa? Was it Detroit? Was it Buffalo? Now the Islanders are playing pretty good hockey as well. Um, they're currently sitting second. Obviously, not all these teams are going to sustain it. We believe the Rangers and the and, and the Hurricanes uh, will do very well, but I still think there's a spot or maybe two uh, up for grabs at the end of the year. Do we slot the Devils in there or or, or not? I. Like I said, there's lo- the the longer they can sustain this and and um, hold off the slide, the more likely it is that they could sneak in in an in an eighth seed um, into the playoffs. One thing I want to add is kind of a sneaky little signing that they did in the offseason. They signed Andre Palat, so he brings Stanley Cup experience to this young team. They also have uh, Thomas Tatar. And, uh, sneaky that, little. you know, that's that's big to, to, you know, teach these young kids how to play the game, how to play the game correctly and how to play the game at a championship level. So I, I think that was a good signing by the Eagles. So interestingly enough, and, and there it is on the screen, Jay points out a 500 record should get him in the playoffs in that conference. So I'm going to say here we are. 
7.46 p.m. Eastern Time on November 14th. Get your book ready because I believe you're going to see the New Jersey Devils and the Montreal Canadiens in the play. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if I could drop my mic, I would have, but I can't because it's on a stand. Montreal Canadiens currently sitting... Two, three, four, five, six in the Atlantic. Yep. You've still got some juggernauts there. (laughs) I still think Detroit's the better team. Um, But, hey, it's your your world with the Montreal Canadiens. It's all your world. They're Swiss cheese. There's too many holes in that place. Um, They've got some good young players, too, but I wouldn't call playoffs. Big yeah, B is big muted. On my, on my notes here. Why is Big B? We got Big B muted here. There we uh, go. They, yeah, I had myself muted because I'm coughing. Uh, I have it written down. The, the uh, Devils and the Canadians in the playoffs as per Bacon on 11-14-2022 at 7.47 p.m. It is officially in the book. I, I, I will second that I think the Devils may be a team this year. <laughs> They're not going to get out of the first round. They're probably going to yeah. shit the bed. Um but I, 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 I feel there's some room there. Obviously, the Jackets aren't going anywhere. I'm still not feeling Pittsburgh uh, at this point in the season. Uh, the Capitals are just too dang banged up. There's room there. I'm not saying they're the Rangers or, or, or the uh, Hurricanes. Um, but between them and the Islanders, I think they're the number three team. Uh, Pittsburgh is a tough one, right? Like at this point of the season, you usually you usually look and go, "Oh yeah, the Penguins, yeah, they're right in it. They're they're really on that bubble where they're either going to do it or they're just going to fall right off." Yeah, they're they're off. they're they're good and they're bad at the same yeah. time. Um, again, uh, referring to the Leafs because I watched the game, they they showed what it's like to be pros. Uh, they won a three two hockey game. Um, they're going to do that. Are they going to remain healthy? Um, are they going to have the drive to get it through there? Uh, but but this devil team is, is is full of him and vigor. Are we ready to admit that the Golden Knights are real? Big B. And I'm not just talking about Eichel. Well, he's the one I'm going to bring up. Uh, I was watching uh, the uh, Vegas postgame show a couple of weeks ago. And the analyst made uh, a great point that I didn't ever consider. He said that Eichel is fitting in. The the reason why he's fitting in so nicely in Vegas is because he doesn't need to be the man. Whereas in Buffalo, he had to be the guy, uh, the face of the team, the leader. Uh, In Vegas, you have Mark Stone for that. So he can just go and play. So that's like this huge weight lifted off his shoulders. And as soon as he said that, it made so much sense as to uh, how he's playing, uh, the team overall uh, playing uh, extremely well. I don't know. They, they're they looking good right now. I, I still, and again, I defer over to our, uh, our goaltending expert. Uh, when they start talking about Thompson in conversations for the Vesna, this reminds me of Jack Campbell going to the All-Star game last year. There's their big problem, but maybe they're one upgrade away. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't know if I agree with... 
I do agree with it to a sense that, that Eichel doesn't have to be the man in that situation, right? I don't know if Stone's the man, though. Right. Yeah, Stone's but they got so many other eight, players. Eight, 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 they well, got no, he's he's the captain of the team, he's, so he's right. the leader of the team. I was gonna say he 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 assumes that leadership role. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. He's he's yeah. the he's the okay, leader that, of the team. There's so there's there's would, enough butter. There's, lead. there's enough butter on that bread to uh, cover the entire slice. This is oh, a absolutely. good good team, other than they're net mining. Yeah, they are they are a very good team. I, I still like Aiden Hill uh in net. I, I, I still really like him. Um are they a real threat? I think so. I, I like them. I, I I think they've got staying power. I think this season will be a good season for them. Again, like you say about the net minding, they need to, to equal that out just a little bit, kind of settle things down back there. But I, I think they have the the guns in front of it to, to take care of it and to, to push them through. And they've got a hell of a defense too. Um, all right. Let's switch it to the Eastern Conference on this. Another team on a roll, and this will be the final one, uh, probably before we go over to Mike Jolitz. Uh, let's talk about the Boston Bruins. Um, they're something else. Uh, we hate them with every, with every last bone in our body. Um, we doubted them. Uh, they're probably the team that would drop off, we said, in the Atlantic Conference. Um, they're something special and they might not be back at it next year uh but remember that Bruin team that won the cup they weren't any young bucks on that team uh Thomas and Nett was what 41 years old <laughs> no one ever heard of them before they won that cup uh what about the Bruins are they the kings are they the kings of the Atlantic this year yeah let me let me say real quick I watched the Boston game uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday afternoon? Had to be yesterday afternoon. Uh, and it started off slow, but they came back and ended up winning 5 1 or 5 2. They looked like the Bruins team of old. And I'll be honest with you, they struggled to start. And that's why I think we wrote them off. And Marchand showed up at a, a, you know, three and a half weeks earlier than he was projected to show up with. And I swear to God, the minute he stepped on the ice, that team went. And McAvoy, and McAvoy, and yeah, DeBrusque, oh, and Pasternak on a contract year, and and Tory Krug coming or is yeah Tory Krug comes back or David Krejci sorry not Krug, Krug's on St. Louis, uh, Krejci coming back. What a mix of in that freaking defenseman they got at the end of the year last year, and all marks a good goalie, and he's not even their big one. They bet on Swayman. What a mix of veterans and youth, and and I don't like this team, but they scare me. You know what? That's exactly it. As a Leaf fan, I can't stand them. But I, if I'm going to watch a game on a on a Thursday night when nobody else is on TV, that's the game I'm putting on because I love their announcers, and and to the goaltending side of it, like you said. They were betting on an Allmark Swayman 50-50 tilt. They've since kind of rescinded that, and Allmark sort of stepped up and been the man, and Swayman sort of just off in the wings for right now. So I'll be honest with you. If Allmark can, can continue to stand on his head the way he's been doing for those guys, good for him. They deserve to, to push it. 
And, 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 and let's get an impartial uh, from Bigby. I, I'm not. You want to talk about hating Boston? I'm in New York. We hate <laughs> everything Boston. Uh, so no, I can't stand the Bruins either. But the, the defenseman you're talking about, uh, Hampus Lindholm, uh, is has fit in extremely well in this system and really took over the the uh, the number one defense role uh, while McAvoy was out. So now with McAvoy back, you move him back down to the second defenseman pair. Uh, you know, you're just stacking now uh, players and it becomes a much deeper team. This is, again, it's one of those teams where, you know, when the Rangers play them, I don't like to play them because they're tough, they're physical, and they, I hate Marchand. Marchand's a little freaking pest. And, uh, but he finds a way to score and score meaningful goals. Uh, they are, they're good. So what that, I what I note. really what I really like about the Bruins is how they split uh, Pasternak and 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 they built those two lines. I mean Hall, another guy I can't stand on fire. Uh, they've <laughs> they scare me. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Jay Vegas says seven to one odds to win the cup, and um, I'd, I'd sprinkle some money on that if I were you. I think that number is going to go down as the season progresses, to be honest with you. But you, you mentioned a good point. You don't like Marshand. Not a lot of people do. I mean, Marshand is in his own right. You know, his nickname is the rat. Um, but aside from, from hating Marshand because of Boston and everything else, a question came up and this is something we'll, we'll, we'll jump into maybe in another episode, but should he be in the Hall of Fame? Oh, guaranteed. He's a great guy. He's done a lot of bad things, he's but unfortunately, awesome guys, player. he's a complete asshat as a write as that a, down as a player for next when he's week. on the ice. Write that down but, for next week. Put yourself in the hot seat. Uh, write that oh, down for sure. Let's let's for put sure. Bacon in the hot seat next week with with Marshan, and we can all chime in because we all hate him, but we'd all love him on our team, and he damn well know it. We all right, love folks. To hate him, right? Yeah. We got to get over to Mike Joel. Let's, let's go to our Sports Minute. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jollitz. Hello, 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 pucks and pints. How are you guys doing? Hello, Coach K. Big B and Bacon. And hope you guys are all doing well. Happy Monday. Yeah. All right, guys. It is now time for the Sports Minute. In the NFL news, the Buccaneers beat the Seahawks in a game played in Dusseldorf, Germany. Yeah, bitte. Cleveland lost to Miami. Schittsburg beat Jacksonville. Chicago lost. Denver lost. The Chartnels beat the Rams. Buffalo shit the bed and lost to the feckin' Vikings. Ugh. Mm-hmm. The Packers took the Cowgirls to overtime in Green Bay and won. Holy shit, they won? In college football news, the Ohio State slaughtered Indiana. Arizona Wildcats beat a 12th-ranked Bruins team. The Badgers lost to Iowa. No shock there. And the Fighting Irish barely beat the Navy. Notre Dame won by only three points. What the hell? 
In NBA news, LeBron and the Lakers have a 2-10 and record. That's the second worst record. Not to worry, there's still 70 more games to play. I'm sure they'll figure it out. And finally, in the sports minute, the Coyotes are uh, shit in the bed. They're 6-8-1 uh, and one right now. They lost to the Islanders on Sunday at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. All that does it for this this sports minute. Hope you guys had a great show. Juice Chow went off theater saying later, guys. Bye bye. The coolest show on ice. Pugs and Pines Radio. goodness mike we love you but the islanders don't play at madison square gardens they do not they we'll get you there the rangers yesterday and we'll, lost to the rangers we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get them there we'll get them there he's trying guys actually the, the coyotes uh, shut out the islanders when they played them over at the uh, ubs arena yeah uh what do we got here the Vikings, yeah, nobody likes the Vikings. Okay, all right, boys, great show. We leave them hanging like always. Uh, Bacon's got some notes for his hot seat next week, and I'm sure we'll carry on with more big news. Who knows what's going to happen? We keep getting deeper and deeper into the season, and the stakes keep getting higher and higher. All right, boys, say goodbye. Hey, for our for our UK listeners, if you like the NHL games overseas, hit us up on our website in our chat. Let us know because I'd like to talk about it. Oh yeah, that's um, I'd like to talk about those games in Europe too. Uh, mark that down. We need some shit. We'll do around the uh, water cooler next week. A few segments we haven't done. Anyway, kids, see you later. See you later. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.